Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. That was awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can't imagine just uh, you know capturing it all on on video, you know that was set up perfect, man. Yeah, I, those little Florida canals are cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him about it. Uh, and I guess we're gonna have him on here in just a minute. Just a minute. We'll talk to him all about that video. What a, what an awesome deal! I enjoyed it. But um, and I want to you know we had, we've been having a great conversation. We've been talking about Lake Martin and. Uh, you know, we congratulated T.O., and I, I just I, I want to thank T.O. because he did something that was really, really cool. Um, you know, back in the early 1800s when I won at Lake Martin. <laughs> it, um, <laughs> it when you dodged cannon fire <laughs> from those damn Confederates. <laughs> hey, it was a big win for me. Ike was in that derby. Uh, yeah. He made it top ten in that tournament. Uh, one of our buddies, Soley, was in that tournament. Bob Soley? Bob Soley was there. Um <laughs> Roach was there. A lot, a lot of our boys from Jersey. That was, uh, we we had a whole contingent. Like we're getting it again, right? You know, because we got Adrian now, uh, and we got some Jersey guys that are really trying to get out there and 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 make it. And uh, but back then in the late '90s, we had a crew of really talented guys that were that were getting it and qualified. Mark Schaefer was another one that qualified to compete back at the time, which was the top 100 and the Bassmaster top 150. That was the highest level. And this was one of the qualifiers. It was an invitational, and uh, I was leading. And uh, I had—I remember—I had—I um, was catching spots in the morning. And Zona was talking about—I was—I was catching deep spots in the morning on an antiquated technique. You—you you probably aren't aware of. It's called the Carolina rig. My wife said you should be looking toward uh, the young man with that. Why would you tell me that? <laughs> it's, uh, but it's a—I it, mean, it's something I still use to this day. But I was catching there. There's there's handsome Pete. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? That picture was taken in less time after World War II than it is from now from when you were born, dude. Like, <laughs> And victorious in his endeavor is Pete Klusak. Yep. <laughs> Dodging German gunfire and bombardier runs. Yep. <laughs> Long time ago. Look at that, the patches on the on the shirt and uh, – and all that good stuff before, before really any boat wraps. There were no boat wraps at the time. There's nothing going on back then. Franklinville, but I prepared the Tinker Parade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't. They didn't have a parade, but I did make the cover of Sentinel <laughs> newspaper in Franklinville. Hometown uh, hero hometown. Peter Glusak, <laughs> <laughs> most victorious in his southern campaign. <laughs> Which, hey man, it was a big deal. Right, Not, a lot of people from the north. I think at the time there was very few people from the north. So what did Talk say about won. your victory? I interrupted you with my Tom. Well, what happened? What it, it, uh, I was, I had a nice stringer. I was in the lead, and uh, oh, did they put them on stringers back then? Well, that's what we still call them that today. But no, <laughs> you'd think. But no, we, I was, I was up in Kalaja Creek. I was, and I had a nice, you know, twelve pounds, which was probably going to win the tournament for me. But I went up flipping for largemouth. It, just like Adrian did, just like a lot of the guys did late in the afternoon, went up trying to catch those bigger largemouth, and I had done that in the previous two days. Um, but I'm I'm up and I'm I pull into this place in Kalija Creek, and uh, and there's To in there, and he knows I'm leading the tournament, and he comes, he stops what he's doing, pulls his trolling motor up, comes right over to me, 
and you know sees that I'm going to fish in this area. And he goes, Pete, do you got him? And I said, Yeah, I got about 12 pounds. He goes, Man, you're going to win this tournament. And uh, and he goes, and he get, he just left. He just said, I'm out of here. It's all yours. Good luck. Go win the tournament. Congratulations to Pete Gluzek for <laughs> for forming an all the water truce with the Japanese. <laughs> Pete, that was a terrible uh, uh, Takahiro impression, by the way. <laughs> Pete, I see you flipping. Well, hey, here he is. I, there, there's there's the dean. That's awesome. That's good. It looks like a Tommy Biffle. It does, yeah. It looks like Tommy Biffle but, uh, getting doinked. Oh, <laughs> Pete Gluzek, bitches. <laughs> But I was well, I appreciated that to you. Thank you very much for that. That was uh, that was an amazing thing that he did back then, and and guys still do it today. And uh, you know, I, I imagine some guys pro- probably because of the way that he conducts himself on the water, maybe they gave him courtesy in this event and let him go. I mean, how, how did he even communicate? What you guys do? Like trade salt to each other or something? <laughs> How'd you guys even? He couldn't talk English back then. How do he tell you you're going to win? Uh, to speaks English, man. He speaks really well. He's got a great sense of humor. It just doesn't translate that well on camera, you know. I just think in 1999 he was he was pretty new, you know what I mean? Let me trade salt. <laughs> dude, salt was yo salt was ducats back in the day, dude. Yo, they didn't even care about gold. Not from Japan. What? They they I don't know. Who knows? You don't know what they know. You know? <laughs> don't even know what they know. They could have tra- listen. All right. The somebody in South America oh. traded in salt. The Spanish came over and stole the gold. All right, <laughs> watched on Smithsonian today. As a matter of fact, tune in next episode of Mike Live for your next yeah. history lesson. <laughs> yeah, history from, for dummies from taught by a dummy. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> World according to Dave. Uh, it is stupid. Uh, thanks, for, guys, thanks, sorry. thanks for ruining my very emotional thank you to Tio. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fun. send him some salt. For you, Pete. <laughs> Jesus. You know, but, but, yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, <laughs> hey, speaking of emo- speaking of great things like Tio did for me in that tournament, we just had a really really great event. Um, we at you know here in Southern New Jersey, we had the Ike Foundation did. Yeah. Which we were all there. Um, and, you know, for those of you that couldn't attend, we're just going to tell you a little bit about what happened. Uh, the Ike Foundation, for those of you who don't know, is uh, is Ike's foundation that Ike and Becky works tirelessly. Becky in particular. I mean, she works so hard, and her whole team works so hard. And, you know, generating funding and to get rods and reels in the, in to the hands of kids that couldn't get them otherwise, uh, introducing kids to fishing. Uh, and they've got a great scholarship fund that uh, puts a scholarship into the hands of kids that are going on to college that have done some great things in the environment uh, and have done some great things in the world of fishing uh, to help support them. They gave out five scholarships this year, and we had the Ike Foundation Scholarship Dinner this past weekend or a couple weekends ago. Yeah, two 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 uh, yeah. two two uh, two Fridays ago. Packed house. Yeah, it was amazing. I don't want to. Amazing kind of underscores it. Like what we get to watch by hanging out with them, it's like we get to watch, like a CEO operate. Like we get to see the mentality of that play out. At least he's not here now. So like I'm kissing his ass. He's probably not even watching. <laughs> but like I'm just, I'm just, I'm blown away by how they can put these things together. Mm-hmm. Because I go to a lot of, I go to a lot of, I go to a lot of events, and from the way they ran the Chinese auction, uh, up to just 
the food, the beer. I mean, it was just, man, they just did such a great damn job. And the, the sponsors came out and yards, were very generous. Thank you. Thank you for the beer yards. Beyond that, the checks that were cut by those big sponsors, too, were, were pretty impressive. Yep. I would say the, the one the one kid thanking for the scholarship, though, that was fun. He looked like he was reading a proof of life letter from ISIS. You see that one kid was sitting in front of the fireplace? It was like he was being forced to read it, like like a, like a current USA Today. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, yes, we're wrong for being there. You know, like, even, even the young, aspiring college kids cannot escape Dave's wrath. The, uh, no, but, no, that's no, so, guys, listen, if, you, if you're a big, Chinese, I'm, I'm a big Chinese auction guy. I dropped a couple bills and didn't win a damn thing, but listen to me closely. <laughs> they, 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 they put it on like a, a PowerPoint, and they blew through probably about a hundred altogether between the different tiers of bags. They blew through like a hundred in probably ten minutes. It was insane. They would put them up at like five a time. So as they're reading it off, you're already looking, knowing you're a loser because you know what you put in for because the numbers right there. It was, it was the most impressive Chinese auction I ever saw. Usually it's some soccer mom laboring through reading the numbers, and it's <laughs> painful. It's like an hour and a half thing. They smoked it, dude. You didn't even have time to drink your yeah. beer. They did great, and a uh, big shout-out. Let's let's shout-out to the contributors. The the two biggies were uh, were Yamaha. Uh, Toyota. Made a big con- contribution, uh, a $10,000 contribution, as did Toyota make a $10,000 contribution uh, directly to the scholarship fund. Uh, and I and I want to say the Bass University. They gave like thirty bucks, right? The Bass U. Yeah, we did. We gave, we gave them thirty bucks. <laughs> covered a few drinks for people and a hat. And a promo code. <laughs> yeah. You bought that college kid yeah. up a, 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 a composition book and a calculator. Three month subscription. Yeah. Here's, a, here's a promo code. Here's a calculator. <laughs> we we we. we, we <laughs> We cut a check for $1,000, and we give it directly to the scholarship fund. And it's the first of what we're doing at the Batch University to promote this uh, for the kids that are going to be going to school, that are going to be studying, that are going to be part of the fishing programs. Uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. There was a lot of other great donations. And, and I want to invite you guys to donate. Uh, I know a lot of you guys couldn't make it to the dinner, uh, but you can donate. You can go to Ike Foundation. What's a website e pull up that exact website the ike foundation you can google it but go yeah, to ike foundation there's places to contribute there uh where you can give you know whatever makes sense but this this funding is going right into getting rods and reels into the kids of underprivileged or underprivileged kids hands putting rods and reels getting them out fishing and it's also going to the scholarship fund for the kids that are taking it to the next level so uh go to ike foundation yeah it's just ikefoundation.org.org Okay. Hey, guys, these rods really are going to kids. Like I live, I live three blocks away from the lake where we hold that tournament, and I'm telling you, there's there's people, there's kids out there every time, like when it's not frozen solid with those little white rods in their hands. Like yep. it really is getting kids. I don't know. It's not some cliche. I know it sounds like you know mm-hmm. at the price of a cup of coffee and saving, you know. But I'm telling you, the kids are using these equipment, man. Yep. And they need it, and and we're and it's awesome that they're doing this, uh, and it's going to continue on. I mean, the enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, what they were able to do, like you said, with the Chinese auction and all the donations and people coming in from all over the country uh, to participate. And then we're going to have another deal, which is going to be the Ike Foundation uh, tournament, which which I'm going to win this year. Um, and we're going to try anyway. No, we're going to have two We're going to have two titles in here. <laughs> yeah, two titles. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have experience in a, in a fully rigged kayak. I'm, it's going to be mine. And uh, let me tell you what. It's going to be a whole new game. You guys coming from here, you better, you better think twice this time around. Well, the, I'm going to get beat by somebody from California <laughs> sleeping in the back of his truck. That ain't going to happen this time around. <laughs> Dave's bringing his A game. All right. Bringing his A game. 
you know, we had, you know, some great events, you know, in the last couple years, uh, and they have a dinner there, and it's it's a tournament. So if you can make it, come on out to that. It takes place right here uh, in New Jersey. It's in Camden, right across from Philly, right on the Delaware River. We've got great pros that um, that will be competing as usual. So you can get, uh, you can enter and get, right now there's major discounts to be able to get involved with the tournament, the early bird special. So you can take advantage of that. Get in the back of one of the pros that's fishing uh, with the elites coming to the Chesapeake. I expect to have really good, a lot of, you know, top elite pros to be there. Or you can enter your own boat and participate in the event and try to win. Last year, we had some local guys win the Derby, uh, which was re- really cool to see. And, um, you know, in the previous years, we had, or the previous year, we had a pro win. Yeah, we had the Miller brothers win with Sancho, and they passed Sancho on 295 with the boat. Sancho didn't even get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't catch a fish. Sancho caught all the fish, and the Millers blew right by him, blew his windows off while driving by with his boat that he won that they got to keep. Listen, guys, even if you don't fish the tournament, come get come get bombed with us on the boat. You know, even though I'm competing the next day, I'm I'm going to empty it. I'm going to empty the cooler. You know, I get the last year. Just come out and have fun with us, man. I fished with the yards guys last year, so we were having some yards while we were waiting for way, and they were breaking out all all the different flavors. Oh, you got the good awesome. seat, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we did we did good. We we caught a lot of fish and. Uh, we didn't win last year. We we tried. We were one or one or two nice bites away from winning. We're going to try to win it again this year. My wife Let's brought see. me a growler full of tone wood, fuego, Ooh, and I got uh, an Italian one, hoagie. Yeah, I had a, that's what I was waiting for to to be disqualified. Yeah, pretty awesome. Why yeah. you were fishing? No, when I was late, the stuff still showed up. But <laughs> how were you late, dude? Because I knew I wasn't going to win. Right. By the time I figured out the app, with about ten minutes, about ten minutes ago, <laughs> about ten minutes ago in the thing, I saw everyone else had a ton of fish. I'm like, well, you know, I'm not even gonna. What am I doing? I'm gonna run All over right, there. All right, so here we go. We got Mikey Balls on the line. He's uh, and, and I just got a text from JT Kenny who says, Mikey Balls is the man, one of the best people and fishermen I know. He put me on my PB like a month ago. So dude's legit. Wow. He's coming with credentials. Outstanding. We got him now. He's on the line, bro. Mikey Balls. <laughs> Congratulations on your big win. <laughs> hey, what's up, boy? Thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Uh, dude, I'm doing well. How do you think I'm doing, dude? I'm doing good. <laughs> well, that, that was an amazing video. Um, I, you know, I, I, we, we all watched it here. Watched you, you know, set up on that fish. Uh, it was so awesome when you set the hook and that fish did not even move, man. You just, you just couldn't even crank. He was such a such a big fish that that's you got to be reliving that all the time oh dude she was stunned and you know if you watch the vid like i actually found a fish about it i think it was two years before on that exact same bed in that exact same canal that's what made it so insane it was like i'm like dude there can't be a fish there and i think i said in the vid i'm like you're always chasing history you know we, we do it all the time and we regret it a lot of times because it doesn't pay off but I, you know, mosey on over and look, and there's this big dark spot on a bed, and I'm like, you have to be kidding me! And uh, there she was again. Where, where, where did this take place at? Where'd you catch that fish at? Uh, basically, it's a little small lake, man. It's um, down in Central Florida. But what's really cool, and a lot of guys don't know about it, especially across the U.S., is we have these these natural lakes that like have this like gin clear water, like beautifully clear water. You know, everybody thinks of Florida, and they think it's you know, tannic brown, kind of, you know, nasty water, like that 
fertile kind of good stuff. Yeah. But we have a wealth of smaller bodies of water that offer some, some great clear water fishing, which means excellent sight fishing. Now, I know what you're talking about. I was over uh, I was over in, in you know, Crystal Lake and uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, the Withlacoochee River. Yep. That's exactly what you're talking about. It's this... It looks. It doesn't even look like it belongs like in this country. It looks like it belongs like in uh, the movie Avatar or something. You know what I mean? Like it's really. Thank you. It's just really like rich, clear water with this lush vegetation and yeah. those trees they have with like the with like the uh, like the fungus hanging off of it down. Like it's amazing. Yeah, like it looks like something out of, a, out of out of a book. You know? Yeah. I think I think. Well, and that's what's crazy, dude. There's some things that swim in that water, and the thing is, they get real spooky. I'm sure you had that experience there too. It's like, oh, I see him. I'm gonna catch him, and it's like, no, dude, you're not. You yeah. know? But like. It's uh, there's some giants in there, dude. You just got to catch them. That's the always the tricky part of it. Well, I don't think you have to try hard to get Dave to want to move down to Florida. I think he's already on his way. Um, I'm, we're, we're, we're man. Let me tell you something right now. If our kids were four, three or four years younger, that's just hard now. Ripping them away from their friends. That's that's the dilemma we got. Seriously, that's the only thing that's keeping us from me and Mikey Balls making uh, <laughs> making some videos together. <laughs> what, what's the temperature up there, boys? Like, nah, today's like, like 60. 10? Nah, dude, it was like yeah, a couple days ago. Today's 61, though. Today's a nice day. Oh, nice. That's why everybody's it, got Well, the that's what happens up there, though. The spring teases you, and then it's yeah. like, nah, dude, it ain't yeah, going down like that. And then it's like 30 again, you know? Yeah, no, no doubt, man. You have no idea. So, so let's – you make this video, and you have – it's an amazing video. You – yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you did all the editing, and 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 do you do that yourself? Definitely, man. We're all all those guys on YouTube. We're a bunch of like homegrown kind of fanatics, I guess. You know, some people play with trains. I play with fishing videos. You know. Awesome. Well, it, I mean, it was very dramatic. Great background music and watching you catch that fish. Now you you do this, uh, and you submit this for the contest. How did how did this all play out? Like. Uh, do you get notified? How did you get notified, and, and did you lose your mind when that happened? Well, uh, let me start with you this way. So basically, I had to win what you'd call like a qualifying month. Um, it, it was a wild card month, so you submit a bit, you go up against some guys shooting some other videos, and I won that month. And in doing so, I qualified for the uploaded fishing video of the year, the VOY competition which occurred in January, and basically you go against every video that won each month's competition. So, like, one was for, like, Tackle Warehouse. One, You know, they have a bunch of sponsors in that. And uh, basically went up against them. Public vote was 70, or I'm sorry, public vote was 30%, and then they have a board of judges that weigh in for 70% of the vote. And um, it, it's freaking, it's a dogfight, dude. You know, like, you're calling your mom, your freaking, your mom's <laughs> friend, your mom's mom's friend, you know. Uh, okay. You're like, vote! And um, just try to pull it all together, community style. So, are you watching this live? Like these votes come in, or? Dude, I don't have enough value to watch this thing live. <laughs> I would lose it, man. That would be too much. No, he was updating them probably every two days. I, I want to say he ran the um, like the public voting for once in like ten days or two weeks approximately, and so he'd update every like two or three days. So you know, you'd get that update and be like, "Dude, I gotta tighten up. Like, you gotta throw down." And then it'd be like, "Hey, I'm looking good." Or you know, it was just an emotional roller coaster, man. And let me throw this out there too. So I did qualify for the year before, and I ended up in second place, dude. You want to talk about heartbreak? So I when heard I actually about got the phone call from Shay, like I'm expecting, "Hey, dude, you know, like." Thanks for participating. Appreciate you submitting a bid, but no, you know. But it was not that phone call. So let me let me ask you this, Mikey: Was the underwater shot of the structure something you looked back at last year and was like, "Man, I got to tighten it up just a little bit with a little bit more detail"? Is that how that came into play? 
Definitely. I mean, yeah. and dude, who doesn't like looking at a big girl on a bed, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's hot, dude. Yeah. Or a little girl. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Something different. <laughs> I think that joke missed the mark, Ryan. Oh, so, God. Not for me. Yeah, so so you found out that you won, man. Did you uh did you have a parade like the Eagles had or uh did you have a bunch of asshole list, fans? Man. I terrorized Florida, dude. South Florida lit it on fire, you know, freaking threw cans at it. No, no, not quite. Actually, ironically, I'm a little more like introverted than you'd expect, man. So I was one, I was taken aback. I think anybody would be when they win something that big. And um, I, I kind of just internalized it, but it, it's starting to become real, man. I actually, I don't know if you guys know, but I picked up the boat today. So no, it, no. it's getting real, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Wow, so you, you picked it up. That's, that's amazing. You picked it up. It's at home now. Uh, you, yes. put, you haven't even been out fishing it yet. No, dude, I literally picked it up this morning. So you're getting me fresh off the press, dude. Wow. Are you, are you uh, going to be, like, in your PJ sleeping in it tonight? <laughs> well, there, there might be a few things I might be doing with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so what's your what's your day job, Mike? What do you, what do you do? You know, man, I took the leap a couple years back to work for myself, and I am a marketing consultant, which means absolutely nothing. I do a bunch of random independent contractor jobs to eat rice and beans, and every once in a while, I have some chicken with it. You know. <laughs> no, I'm jealous. I'm trying to figure out how to do that myself right now. I'm about six months away from rice and beans and some potential chicken. You know, what I mean? <laughs> Mike, Mikey, man. First of all, uh, congratulations on winning this boat. As someone that that also puts up videos on YouTube, you know, I know how crazy of a concept, especially back when you first started, it being that you could make videos and be put in this position to win a boat. When you started those videos all those years ago, did, did this something like this ever go through your head that if you kept doing it and kept making your videos better, that you would have a chance at something like this? Well, dude, first of all, thanks for the nice words. Like, dude, like, I've been doing it for years. I'm going to be honest with you. When I started doing it, it was 100% selfish. And it was because I was lazy, dude. I hate writing stuff down. But I know that guys who are good keep, like, crazy, intricate fishing journals. And I'm like, screw that, dude. I don't have time for that. I don't have enough attention span for that. So I started shooting videos to, to capture the day and all those details. And then I can go back and reflect, and it's crazy because I would learn. I'd be like, dude, I pumped the bait like four times to get that fish to bite. Or, dude, I wasn't, you know, you think you do something, but actually you don't. So it's like, oh, I was pitching, you know, a grass line to catch that fish. No, dude, you, you, you look at the video, and you're, like, pitching two foot in. So, like, for me, it was a very selfish experience because I, I just wanted my fishing log. And then I'm like, oh, shit, there's some other people, and, you know, it'll, it'll create a dialogue. And, uh, dude, I had... No thought of ever, I, not like winning anything. I thought maybe it would help me to be more proficient and maybe participate in tournaments or something like that in a more viable manner. But, dude, winning a boat? Hell no. <laughs> Do you remember the moment when you decided to maybe start uploading on a more consistent basis and kind of building your channel up as to more than just putting up random videos, you know, to help make yourself more proficient or whatever you were doing at the time? You know, some of that had to do with technology. Some of it had to do with getting bored. I mean, I think any of us can relate to, like, you do something and you're passionate about it and excited about it, but, like, you always have to, re you know, this is going to sound really lame, but, like, like marriage or, like, being with a chick is kind of like that. Like, dude, you know, you love her to death and, like, she's super cool, but, like, you always need to keep things fresh and, like, change it a bit and, like, mix it up. So, like, whenever I get bored of what I'm doing and I'm like, this is stupid, which is usually, like, later than when people think it's stupid, so I need to tighten up there, I kind of 
try to change stuff, and sometimes it fails, and sometimes it doesn't. So, like, changing from that individual vid format to, like, doing something a little more edited and that, it's just like, hey, dude, like, I'm sick of doing this. It's becoming a, a chore instead of a hobby and fun. So let's make it fun again. You know? So so when you say change things up, you're talking about she gets out like a like a, like a a 10-inch swim bait? Like, what are you talking about? 10-inch <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, I guess the editing stuff, because what I used to do is just put up individual vids, man. I date them, throw a weight, like the weight of the fish on and throw like the bait on it, and just post it. you like the minute long, you know, catch and catch. And now it's more of a, like a, this is the day, you know, 10, 20 minutes long. Uh, we throw some B-roll in there, dude, to kind of set the narrative and, like, tell the story of what happened during the day. And just look for the, you know, the A-stop fable of the day. What did we learn? What did we pull off of it? What's, uh, how did we fail? How did we succeed, you know? Yeah. So are you, are, can we expect to see up on your YouTube channel uh, videos of your relationships? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want my relationship, dude. You won't like me. <laughs> I know what goes I on a farm. doing that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, let me throw this out there real quick. I have a video that's going to drop in about two weeks that is literally the edit to edit all edit. Like, it's Ooh. the stupidest. I'll throw this out there. It, it's five fish limit that will blow your freaking mind. And I think after I get done with that, I'm going to move on to, like, quilt making or something. Because it's definitely more, like, ad revenue money in that than freaking fishing videos. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> are you going to – well, are you going to enter that video into next year's contest? Oh, I'm excommunicated. Once you win, you get the boot. Kind of like the way the Olympics should be, you know? Like, if you win a gold, you're gone kind of deal. Okay, so, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm out, dude. Wow. Eric, there's hope. There's hope. Yes. Let's go. I'm coming. Nah, not yeah. a lot. I, all right. I'm also working with my Jersey two pounders up here. You know, I'm looking at these fish you're holding. It's, you're it's talking about the two fish. guys you do the podcast with or fish? What you are know, you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, Mikey, man. I, I remember my little 13 year old self watching the videos you used to put out, um, you know, way back like 2009, 2010, watching you flip up these like giant fish in, in the canal systems, like flipping under mats, just thinking to myself, like wow, that that is the craziest type of fishing I've ever seen in my life, and it's just it's so cool to see how far YouTube has come. You know, like I remember back then, getting five comments on a video was a huge deal. You know, and now it's like, do you see it continuing to to grow? And, and are you going to continue putting up videos on the site? I mean, I'm always going to throw content down until I get bored. Like I said, like the reason I put stuff up is because I think it's fun. Like, and it, that sounds kind of selfish and vain, but. I think it's fun to edit. Did you catch like a four pounder? I don't care how big it is. And like you got the hook set. You got like what you caught it up. Like it's cool, dude. Like it's neat. But the way YouTube is growing, and I mean, I'm sure like the pros and stuff don't like it because it's created this sort of multifaceted competition for, you know, who's getting dollars, who's getting, it's really diversified the whole fishing industry, but you can't stop like a rolling steamroller, dude. Nah, I mean, it's, it's not the, it's not you guys, it's not you the pros don't like, it's the Guggen Squad. Here we go. <laughs> but, uh, let's just Here be honest. Alright, alright. All right. Yeah, you, you know, really? I, I Are you going to get their back? The reason they don't like them is because those guys figured something out that they weren't doing. And they found an audience that they weren't tapping into. Yeah, there's a bunch of like, guys. Anybody can like talk about what they're doing and all that. That's fine. But in the end, it's all about, no matter what you're doing, it's all about innovation and you know getting outside the circle, getting outside your perspective. And, and those boys did it, and they're making cash money, boy. Everybody's terrified of these. You never hear one of these Utah, and they must be like the 
like the Kevin Van Dam of YouTube, because I, our Eric just cowered up like a turtle in his shell. He did. Mikey Balls is making it sound like he's talking about friggin' FDR. You know, <laughs> you know like <laughs> these a bunch well, of guys. That, well, uh, a lot revolves around them, man. They got a lot of viewers. They got a lot of influence. I'm out of my lane with this, so I'm not even going to say nothing. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's amazing what you did here. It's a, it's a really cool video. Did you ever weigh that fish? That one, I think I did. I think she was seven and a half, if I'm not wrong. Like seven, eight, seven, nine. Wow. Look bigger wow. than that. Looks like Honestly, a, I yeah, would have guessed. Yeah, nine, at least. Close to a double dip fish. But, hey, you, you, always bring your, you always bring your dog out? Uh, you know, down here when it's cool. Usually he uh, he can come out from about October through, say, March or so. But he's a blue pit, dude. And, like, them jokers cook. He's like charcoal, yeah. man. You put that sun up and it's like 75, 80, he's done, dude. <laughs> And Mikey, I, I got a quick question, actually. I just remembered this. You ran a tracker on Okeechobee for years, didn't you? Yeah, broke it out there. Well, too. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the worst scenario you ever got it out there on Okeechobee in that tracker? I mean, I got a few. One of them that popped into mind, and it was the craziest. So our fronts come out of the west, basically. And um, so, you, so you know where they're coming. Like, it'll be going south, south, and then it'll go west. And we were down south, actually I was alone, but we were down south, and when that wind switches to the west, those fish chew. I mean, dude, it's like a five-minute thing. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, woo do do And then the storm comes up, and the front goes, like, starts coming through, and then jokers go to town. And so that front was coming, coming, coming. It started. I catch, like, a freaking ten and a half. I'm, like, mind-blown. Awesome. You know, catch a stick. I'm like, dude, oh. And then it, like, comes, boy, like, the front and the storm. It's blown about 35, 40, and there was a tornado that went through just north of me. So what I ended up doing at that point, thanks to I had a power pole, and they see there's like four footers. It's freaking rolling. So I turn on the bilge pump, and there's light, and the, I guess, you, you guys know what like a head is, right? Like a cattail head or a robbery head, you know, just mm-hmm. sticking there. So, like, I push, like, into it as far as I can with my big motor. I drop my power pole, and I lay down in the freaking inside of the boat. That's smart. About 20 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that smart, though, because the boat's made of metal, dude. I wish I didn't <laughs> think about it until afterwards. Yeah, so. but you caught a 10, bro. As long as you should just <laughs> lay it on your sneakers, you'd have been all right. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Jumping real high, dude, trying to time it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you survived it, man. It's it's uh, well, Anybody that's ever fished has run into some of those scenarios. Yeah. You, know? you get caught up in that stuff, man. It's uh, it's cool that you, uh, that you made it through it. I know we've had some incidents, heck, out on the tournament trail. Uh, there's been a lot of bad deals. Some of it weather generated, some of it accidents. We've, we've been suffering with some serious stuff out on the tournament trail with guys getting injured, thrown into the water, getting hurt, and that's that sort of stuff, you know. But uh, but it's cool that you survived that, and it's cool that you got a new boat. Are you going to sell it? You're going to keep it? Are you going to compete? No, oh, dude, I'm I don't compete. That's, Smart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, I fish a little shindig, but dude, I like making the vid, and you got to kind of know. Like, gradually, you know, you figure out who you are and what you want to do, and I like making this and doing my thing. But um, I'm definitely not selling the boat, dude. Way too many people, uh, like, went, like, did stuff. Like, I, I think I'd be screwing them over if I went to flip the boat. I'm going to definitely sell my old boat, but um, I won't be holding on to this one. But I am going to be one of those douchebags that has a wrap boat now, so I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. So, I feel that place. Where, where do you live in Florida, Mike? <laughs> douchebags with a wrap boat. I'm down in South Florida, dude. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my mom and sister are in Port St. Lucie. Oh yeah, I'm just up there. I'm in Fort Myers, but I live in Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah, so, no, yeah, you're yeah, all right. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. You just called the rap boat guys douchebags. That's, yeah. That's that, that's that's pretty bold. Statement. Well, I mean, I don't care if you got a rap boat and you're fishing like the tour and stuff. But like, if you just go like wrap your boat, like unless 
usually writing it off as a tax deduction. Like, what's yeah. going on there? We got a couple guys up our way to do that. We got some posers. I agree with you, Mikey Balls. Posers, I like that. That's old school skateboard talk. The 90s hit me hard right there. Well, um, well, you've done great with this. Have you got any advice for somebody that wants to try to win this contest or get into the YouTube game? How do you do it? I mean, it's, you know, I don't know, man. Like, you just be yourself. It sounds really stupid, but, like, if you go out there and you try to do something that's what someone else is doing, that's all right. But, like, in the end, people are interested in, like, different perspectives and how people approach things and what you have to offer. Not everybody knows everything. Not everybody's freaking excellent. Not everybody's perfect. So all you can do is kind of put your change into the machine and, and see what comes out, you know? And also, Mike, don't forget to tell people, you're, you're obviously an articulate guy. I imagine when you're in a group of people, you're probably one of the people that talk the most and listen to the most and make people laugh. People listening. If you don't make your it's friends really laugh. It's funny, dude, because I'm not, and I avoid that group really? 190%. I'd make a lot more money in my life if I did, but, dude, I, I just want to be alone on a boat. Like, it's pretty lame. It's easy well, to talk to you guys over the phone, man. You know, like, but uh, I don't know. i got to work on that. Like, I just think, yeah, you, you at least have to be entertaining. I mean, there's so many fishing pod, fishing things on YouTube that, uh, like, it, it's it's ambient, you know? Absolute yeah, ambient. The saturated market, dude. I mean, but the thing is, man, like, everybody's interesting, you know? Like, everybody kind of has their own little take, but it's a question. This is going to sound really lame, too, but you got to find your, your voice, you know? Like, whatever. Dude. Like, mm-hmm. tell your story. Throw it out there. People like it. People won't like it. You know, screw them. Just do your thing, you know? That's, that's, good. that's good advice because, you know, no matter who you are or what you do, there's somebody that's interested. In, in the way that you do it, you know, and uh, uh, and that's key. Yeah. yeah. What are we? What are we? We get join hands in a circle and tell everyone to get a participation trophy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it is good advice, but I, I disagree with everyone is interesting. Yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> yeah, but dude, if that was the case, there wouldn't be all this crap on YouTube that people are watching. Like some of the stuff people watch, like I'm like, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Google Squad. Right. Yeah, I, you don't have to say it. I said it. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I mean, I try watching some of these videos, and they're unwatchable, but they have, you know, 100,000 subscribers. Dave so. watches my videos. Every, every, I do. Everybody, you know, has an audience, believe it or not. I mean, there's, there's billions of people in the world. Everybody does have an audience. You just got to find it. Not yeah, everybody. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, what? am I in a room of guidance counselors? Like, what do you guys... <laughs> we, it is, everyone is not equal. It's, should, we're all not the same, dude. You should be No, listening. we're not the same. That's right. the point. Everybody's I mean, different. But the trick is, is exactly. with media, dude, there's no more boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, look yeah. at what you guys are doing. You guys are throwing a podcast out there. Yeah. Anybody can throw a podcast True. out there, but, like, you guys are doing it better so that people are listening. That's, but it's... There's no more boundary to people just going <laughs> down, dude. Yeah, Mike, Mike's not here tonight, Mike, so I imagine nobody's probably watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's how much we care about you. We bring you on the night that Mike's off. <laughs> oh, I appreciate the love. It's strong here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, is that your real last name? Oh, that's the best part. No, hell no. That's not even my freaking last name. And we made some, like, like fake poser rafters back in high school. And yes! Mikey Ball. Dude. That's awesome. I love it. Did you know our very own Mike had his own rap group yeah, too? Yeah, Ike and Ellie was in really? rap group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was called TKO. TWO. What did it stand for? The White House Organization. 
way. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. going to say any more because yeah. it's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, America's first white nationalist uh, no. <laughs> pop group. <laughs> no. I love it. I feel victimized just having to listen to that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, man. Did, did Mike have a, have a name, a stage name? He was the DJ. He was the DJ. No, but DJ he, Ike. It was, was DJ, DJ Ike. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very. Same name. Is he the only one in that band that's still alive? Oh, God, I don't know. God, what a question. <laughs> so, Mike, it's, uh, congratulations on the boat. Yeah. And, and a big shout-out to Uploaded Fishing for putting that shit together. Yeah, that that was amazing. Well, before that, uh, your buddies with JT, JT messaged us, said that you're the real deal. You guys connected? True. How you guys hooked up? Uh, I know JT through Gambler, man. And he is one cool, big Irish joker. He's he awesome, stuff, man. Dude. He's one of our favorite, man. Yeah, for sure. Mike, any way you can get us some of that original South Florida Caucasian hip hop sent up this way? Oh, you know, that's the whole trick. The word was posing, dude. That means I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> because rumor has it, Vanilla Ice stole from you guys, right? Weren't you the guys rag top down so your hair could flow, right? And took your stuff? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations on your big win. I'm, I'm, uh, send us some pics, man. I want to see the new ride and see you out fishing in it with your uh, posing in your wrapped boat. Uh, <laughs> we we want to see some, see some more vids, man. But that one was, was definitely amazing. Now that you're out, uh, Eric Lewinsky's got a chance to win next year. Coming for it. We're very excited about that stuff. And, uh, hey, you got my boat, huh? Eric's going to be out there in his 12 foot John boat with a Guggen wrap on it what do you yeah, think about that dude, anything works all this hay you gotta deal with bro like, you, gotta, <laughs> you have no idea brother. my nickname on here is the Winsky so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is the hardest room in the history of the world to work in. <laughs> Maybe or, appear, or appear I, as a guest. I'm on. just kidding. I love all my 45-year-old oh, asshole friends. Like, <laughs> hey, man. Well, we appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on Good and sharing video. your story. Great video. Congratulations again, man. And uh, we look for some uh, bigger and better things coming coming from Mikey Balls. Yeah, out on I YouTube. It. And boys, make sure uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel Mikey Balls Fishing on YouTube because honestly, dude, we, like we just dropped double up eleven pounders and stay tuned because there's in two weeks, mind blown. Like I'm even stoked about it. I stay pretty quiet about stuff, so definitely tune in. But thanks for having me on, boys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, before you go, real quick, did did winning this did it impact your uh, your viewers? Did you see a spike? Did you know grab some attention there? I definitely saw a bump because I don't think I always appeal to the, the right people because I kind of do my thing and I'm not always trying to go and win, I don't know, win favor, I guess. So I think a lot of people saw some of the content who's never seen it and they kind of liked it. So it was, it was a cool experience in that regard, man. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congrats again, man. Have a great 2018. We look for... Uh a lot of your stuff coming up soon. So what's your YouTube channel again? One more time for everybody. Uh, it's Mikey Ball Fishing. Mike. Literally, dude, if you type Mikey Balls into Google, you'll find me. Like, it's the only Mikey Balls around. Really? That's, that's, the name that's surprising. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Way to do it, Mike. Hey, congrats again, buddy. We'll catch up with you soon. Hey, boys. Thanks again for having me on. Have a good rest of the night, all right? Yeah, thanks, you too, Mike. Mike. Bye, Mike. Take care. Uh, you learn anything from Mikey Balls, Eric? No, it's, just, it's really crazy. <laughs> nah. No, seriously, though, because, like, 13 years old, I remember watching his videos. Mm -hmm. You know, And now eight years later, he's winning a boat because of him. 
It's just cool yeah. to see the progression on YouTube. Well, you're like, man. what, 15 now? It's going on 17, all right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, well, that's pretty awesome that, you know, you did see him back then. He's still doing it. 2008, you know, it's it's weird. I started doing it back in, I got 2008, 2009, I started putting up YouTube videos, but uh, uh, I didn't realize that it was going to boom. I, right. stopped, I, I made the mistake of stopping doing it. Well, let me tell you, we're talking about videos, and we always rip on Eric, and rightfully so sometimes, but his he had one he just did with uh, some of his friends where they were fishing for uh, trout in, in a stream with snow. Did you see that one yet? So, Guys, go on, yeah, Eric, talk about it a little bit, because that was, that was a good I damn video. See, I did see that. Oh, we're talking about the brown trout? Yeah, yeah man. Okay, no, first, I want to show this, because this is the video that put Mikey Balls on the map, and I think it's worth checking well, we already, out. We already talked about Mikey Balls. No, but here, watch this video. Well, we got Eric, the producer here. You got to minimize the screen. Hang on. I want to talk about Eric's trout. Yeah. We ain't talking about the trout. You guys got to check this out. This is one of his first videos? Yeah, this is what put him on the map. It went, like, viral. And this was when? A long time ago, 2009, 10. He's flipping with his rod down there, huh? That's Watch this. That's interesting. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> this was at Christmas Eric. time, too. Oh, my goodness. For people who are Gators. just going to listen only, he was flipping in a canal with reeds. He had his rod down at about 5 o'clock and jacked it up to 12. The grip broke loose, busted him in the face. The rod fell in the water. He went for it and went head over heels into the water after it. And, and that was one of that was like one of the first YouTube fishing viral hits. <laughs> you know, I remember yeah. seeing that everywhere. It's pretty good. That man. was just a cool deal. That's And that's from so long ago, too. Wow. Yeah, and that's his first boat. You can see it's a little John boat. He had it out there. He, he would take that thing on Okeechobee, you know? Awesome. That's how that's how it all gets gets started. That's, that's how these guys that's are doing cool. it. That's pretty cool. Guys are doing it from the bank, you know. Guys are guys are doing it all over the place and and having some great success. But it it truly does amaze me that uh, what people do watch because like I watch some of my son's you know videos that he watches you know for video games and stuff, and these guys have millions of viewers and and it's yeah. just it's hard to watch them. But boy, the, the kids are standing in line to watch them. Worse than that, and I'm not gonna go tr- drove on about this, but my eight year old daughter. Uh, if you're watching, happy birthday, Madison. We got a birthday party today. Hey, she, happy uh, birthday. God, she watches these YouTube videos of these families that film themselves. Oh, my. I can't stand those. God, I'm not going to lie. And then it's weird, too, because sometimes what the kids that? are so young, so it's like maybe they don't really want to be on camera, but they can't express that to the parents. You Dude, know what I mean? I, it's like they're filming all this intimate stuff. It's so I'm brutal. not about it. Like, what references will they have? Like, like we have all good sitcom references we can hit. I can hit you with A-team stuff right now, right in your face, and it'll be spot on, right? What are they going to do? They're going to talk about Papa Jake? You know what I mean? Or whatever his name is? Or the guy that went over making fun of the Koreans hanging themselves in the forest? Remember that guy? Just recently? Like, what are they going to reference? They're not all, they're not going to have any reference points of funny things. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. We're talking about horrible YouTube. Oh. What are we going to talk about? I got a picture from uh, this last week that I want to put up. This, this pic went up. By the way, I just got a message from Becky. We're looking at about another 20 minutes, and then we're gonna get a Skype <clears throat> Skype call from all them, all them there. Good. So guys, hang in there. But anyhow, this pick went up Wednesday night before the Elite Series event. Jake Wheeler, uh, sorry Jake, I'm gonna put it up. He's probably gonna be mad at me, hate me more, but <laughs> more. <laughs> apologize. But so Jake posted this on on Instagram, and it caught my attention. Why did it catch your attention? Because it's Jacob, DC, and a non-competitor reviewing Lake Martin map the night before the event. 
and saying, laying it out the night before. Right? And I'm like, damn. How's that not getting information? Or the appearance of information. In the age of no information, it, it, it yeah, you don't want to create the appearance of getting information. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, I thought that was super interesting. Um, and uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to come of it, if anything, but I just, I don't know how. So, so the rule in Bass is no information from the time that the tournament schedule is announced, right? No information. No outside information from the time tournament schedule is announced. And there they are. Not, Dustin, you know, other than Jacob, public information. Other than public. Right. So you're not allowed to get private information. You're, yeah, you're not allowed to ask for it. You're not allowed to, uh, you know. And, and Jake posted it himself. That's what I want so to know if about. if he's doing something he ain't supposed to, he wouldn't have posted it, right? That that That's a good conclusion to draw, right? Well, if, I mean, you I, late... I just don't know what else to say other than, God, how, how does that look? I right. mean, they're looking at the map of Lake Martin. Terry McWilliams is pointing to it, and they're talking about laying it out the night before. So the obvious conclusion is they're formulating game plans and, and talking about strategies, which you can't do with a non-competitor. He could do it with DC. He could do it with anybody in the Elite Series. Again, this is according to how I'm interpreting the rule from what I've heard or, or what I've heard about it. But you're looking at the picture. There's you're jumping to the you're jumping to conclusion. I'm that, right? looking for anybody to jump to a different conclusion well, easily. The different conclusion is the 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 guy that's not in the tournament's a, a passive listener to the conversation. He's pointing to the map. He's he's pointing to where they were just talking about. And they're not supposed to talk about it because that's they're get, talking about it to each other. He's not allowed to do that. Who to another competitor? Non-competitor. No, he's, there's another competitor there. But Terry's not a competitor. Right, but he's, he's not allowed. To be there's part no, of there's no indication that he's talking to him or what's going on there. Agreed. Just because somebody's pointing at the map, you can't draw a conclusion that he's giving them a spot to go fish. They may have told him about that creek, and he's pointing to it, saying, "Hey, is this the creek you're talking about?" We we found the blood of the murder victim on Mr. Simpson's gloves, yeah, yeah. his car, his shoes, <laughs> his shirts, no, no, and Pete. every house he's ever lived in. But he's not guilty. But there's there's definitely ways that it could be they're not getting outside information. There's well, definitely he, ways, but. It's a lot easier to find. It's, Let me tell you something. If, if I'm Jacob to. Wheeler and I'm getting information, breaking a rule with another competitor there, breaking the rule with me, I'm not posting that picture. I'm going to have to call I Innocence. Agree. Just for that you reason. Know? I'm going to have to call Innocence on this. That I don't, I don't infer anything from the picture. I'm not calling Innocence or guilt. I'm just saying damn. What it looks like. Yeah. I, I don't infer yeah. anything. Who the hell am I to call anything? I'm just saying yeah. damn. That picture alone is not grounds to DQ anybody. But in this Maybe day and age. Maybe it's enough for the tournament director to ask hey, the Pete, question. Hey, if you're in that event and you see that picture and you know the rules. Uh, I'm drawing, I, you know, I, the term, if it's brought to the tournament director's attention, it's in his court. If you're the and, only one with, with, with info I, on that, are you bringing it to the tournament director's attention? You're, you know. I'm in, asking. In that situation, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be on. I'd be on the fence with with whether or not. And I, again, Jake posted it, it himself. So if he's doing shit, he's not going to post it, right? Right. I mean, right. you would think. But yeah. I'm just like, damn, dude. It just doesn't look good. You know, it's it's kind of thing where a tournament director's got to get that picture. If if he gets that picture and somebody says, I don't know if this is cheating or not, but this is what I saw on the internet. He's going to have to go and find, interview the guys. He's got to say what they were talking about. There's got to be some 
some other. Well, is the other guy associated with the tournament at all? Evidence. Is the other guy who's not a competitor associated with the tournament so, at all? T- I don't know. So from the info I got, Terry McWilliams, who is a former competitor, currently he's a guide, but he has competed in the Classic. He's competed in the Opens. I don't know what else. Sorry, Terry. Um, but Terry was a cameraman, camera boat. Okay. And apparently Terry was asking them about a route to run because they did. there was a protest filed based off of this picture. Okay. And that is the story that, that, that was told. Well, the glove didn't fit. Yeah. You must have quit. But I'm saying, damn. I, I, I could tell you that. That's that, not a well-thought-out post, well, at least. You know, you're, if he's helping the camera boat driver, I, that's new information to me. I've had that happen a million times to me. Uh, well, not I haven't been in the... What, fish this waypoint here, and this is where it's at, <laughs> right on this point? <laughs> how, do I, how do I drive around this point here that you better not go to? <laughs> right, and, and I, avoid, <laughs> I avoid posting those pictures. But um, the, the camera boats call you. They call you. They're, they're waiting for you at the weigh-in. They're calling you at night, and they're talking to you in the morning. You're talking about maps, where to run, how can I get there, how can I follow this guy, and, and can I follow you? So that being said, that's you know that that seems to alleviate. While the, you're running the this way, yeah. While you're running this way, should I run past this yeah. or this? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. That guy. I, I don't. Glove didn't fit. <laughs> Free well, Jacob. Free Jacob. Free Jacob. It's a very difficult rule. Bottom line, you know that that no information rule is a challenging rule. Because it, it, it changes the way that you relate to people. Basically, it's a lonely freaking sport. People don't under, appreciate this about our sport. You spend a ton of time by yourself. You're practicing by yourself. You're fishing the tournament with a martial guy you don't know. You're pretty much by yourself. You travel great distance, driving across the country over and over again by yourself. You know, so you you know you spend all this time, and now... Now you got to, even your fishing buddies, you can't even talk to. Like Mike and I can't, the word Chesapeake comes up and we got to stop conversation. Mike walks out of the room. It's like you like know. you're sending Mixaplex back to his uh, parallel yeah. universe, you know what I mean? Make him tricking him to say, we're backwards. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. It's hard, right? But, no. You talk to the guys that you always talk to your whole life about fishing, now you can't talk to them. You know? I imagine if Jacob was yeah, I hear you, Pete. unaware that, that enough. Is, that is tough. If, I, if Jake I mean, was unaware enough to post that pic, I'm sure we can trick him into coming back on the show and give him another polygraph test. About <laughs> it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but like, like when when Mike could no longer fish, you know, pr- practice with his uncle who he was torn with, or yep. or Becky who was torn with him. Like you know, when that came in, I'm like, man, that sucks. Yeah. Like you know, Mike's got his uncle there, you know, but they started cutting back on on people practicing. You know, with, with with outsiders, and you know, I saw how it hit Mike. It was family, but still, you know. Um, but like you said, you can't talk to those people anymore, and and that's tough. That's super mm-hmm. tough, and that's a shame. And you know, a lot of gray area. Yeah. Again, I'm and not the, saying they're, they're, they're doing mod- anything because he wouldn't have posted it, but it just looked really bad. And there was a protest filed. That's interesting. Who filed protest? We know oh, I have no idea. Yeah. No, and if I did we, know, I wouldn't say. Yeah. We. Uh, well, do you, do you have a? Said? Any, is there any other pictures associated with that of people doing something that looks like it's bad, but not really? We have some of our own. What happened? <laughs> Here we got Stormtrooper. Uh, got caught brushing his teeth with Mike's toothbrush. <laughs> and the dumbass posted on social media. But how do you know he's brushing his teeth? How do you know right now he's not asking the toothbrush what's the best way to brush the teeth? <laughs> how do you know that's Mike's toothbrush? Well, it, it, you couldn't see it, but it said Mike's toothbrush on, on, the, on the picture. 
<laughs> any others? Any other pictures that's, that's, that that's pretty incriminating? Any right? other pictures that infer wrongdoing but can be easily explained? <laughs> I don't know what the frick. Explain that, Pete. This this I I can't explain why I have Elmo PJs on in that picture, but it looks incriminating. Looks, I mean, that's like yeah. something. <laughs> oh, wait, there's, there's Eric in a dress. I got nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, Pete again. Can we zoom up on Pete's PJs. It doesn't look like his legs. Oh my goodness gracious! Like, it looks like a, like no. a, like a puppet. That's enough. What what are these guys like doing? <laughs> it's our boy Seth. Loving you. <laughs> Seth looks like he's about to backstep. Yeah. Oh man. You know what? What tonight, guys? Why don't we do a contest, viewers? If you could send us in the funniest picture of you doing something incriminating, it can be easily explained into something not incriminating. You're gonna win some stuff. We're gonna put together for you, Brian. What do you think? Yes. All I right. Like it. So, how do you want them to send it in? Through the Let's IM get, board no, on the e- website. No email. Cause then we can get it right up. We can pull them up. Okay. Yeah. Just email to Ike Live Show at Gmail. That's the easiest way. So we email the funniest picture you can come up between now and 25 minutes when we get back to you on. Pull it off there and <laughs> put it on this computer. The people you know? on the website will see it. Yeah. All right, so send well, it to we, the. We thought this it, out. Send it to the IM yeah, board. All right. All right, so now, send it. Yeah, send it to the IM board. Guys. IM board on the website, like live. Now what? There was another. There was another uh, something that we had heard. Brian brought it to my attention about the angler that was referring to his brother told him to fish in this creek the whole time. Um. Did anything ever result of that, or can what were the details on that? You talk about Jesse Wiggins. Is it, was that who it was? Yeah, I think when Jesse, it might have been day one, got got into a flurry of of, of catching him. Mm-hmm. He made a comment like, yeah, you know, my brother said just stay in the backs of the creeks and keep throwing this crankbait. <laughs> oh, that's his brother, yeah. right? Uh, and yeah. again, I don't know if it was exactly <laughs> phrased that way. But that, that that no info rule is so so sketchy, right? So much gray area there. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of Jesse, so I'm not. I wonder how he felt right after that last whatsoever. one left his mouth. You know. Well, could you imagine not being able to talk to your brother about an event? You know, who's your advisor? You know, who's your who's been your confidant? Like who who else? I mean, I I have Jesus. mentors Jesus. fishing, and uh, you know that have you know helped me over the years, and not, and you know you just. You talk to them, man. You're like, you tell them about the patterns that you're doing. They help you work through it and get a little bit of coaching. Uh, you know, boy, a lot of that's just going out the window, you know. It's making it hard. But, I, you know, I think, and, and you know, Tripp had talked about this. They interviewed Tripp on, on the live show, and um, he talked about the advisory board and how they're constantly revisiting the information rule and, uh, you know, trying to make things, you know, better. You know, the reason why the information rule is there is because the, they wanted it, right? They, The guys wanted the the guys that were the information hogs to not be able to do that. I know, and I'm not going to say the name. I know this as a matter of fact that a very prominent angler on a very popular lake had, during the spawn, an uh, arsenal of guides going out marking beds. Mm-hmm. And gave him the information. I know this happened as a matter of fact, and it's someone we've never. Not, it's not a friend of ours. You know what I mean? Like it's not someone we've. But yeah. I, this is before all that's happened. Yeah. But well, it's it been existed. going on a long it time. It existed, man. Guy, you know, it's been going on a long time. You know, one of the greatest anglers of all time, and uh, and you know, he'll tell you this to your face is Roland Martin, and he he has been ultra successful. Nine Angler of the Year titles, won a million tournaments. And he gets help. He t- he'll t- 
he'll tell you that with without any you know qualms about saying it that that's the way he operates he likes to talk to people about fishing yeah. he likes to talk to them about what's going on in a body of water and it, it helps them cut the learning <laughs> curve gets them to the fish faster um and there's a lot of guys out there on the tournament trail that operate like that it's you know and you can make the argument what what is different from getting information from some guy or guide than going on the internet and researching who's putting up YouTube videos and and reading about stories. I mean, everybody's doing research. Everybody's getting information in some way to help them perform. The internet is public. The internet is public. Right. The cutoff for the anglers before the event is 30 days, correct? Correct. No, well, no, it's when the when the tournaments the, are announced. It's cut off to, to practice it. Yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah. Hey, hey so, guys, can you stop stealing my thunder from a show? You know, <laughs> I love delving into these boring topics of rules and regulations. Right, let me finish my point. Sorry. So, it, I mean, the difference between getting information off the internet and seeing how a tournament went and communicating with somebody directly on that lake who's out there practicing the week of the event for you. Well, how's that not it? Hey, you know, getting getting a YouTube guy that was on there in the last 30 days that you're the only one that knows Public. that he was there. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, come on, it's it's, I mean, it's information, man. Everybody's everybody's getting information in in different capacities. I, I'm a fan of the no info rule because I believe you should bait your own damn hook. You know what I mean? And and I'm not a fan of the of the guys that go out and and just create the biggest community of friends. So. Like well, and that's what you're that's what road. you're not a fan of but that's a damn good strategy that oh, yeah. has worked well for a lot of guys yeah. over the years yeah. having a having a network of guys that can help you learn how to fish a jig better learn how to swim bait better learn how to you know deep crank better having that network that's part of you know honestly that's that's what we all were joined a club for right to get that kind of exposure to 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 get mentored in a certain capacity to help you grow Are you to the a next Patriots level fan? can can you guys end each Statement with a catchphrase, please. Bait your own hook. Go. What was yours? End it. I, I, I don't know. Oh, come I on. I don't know. Let's get some catchphrases going and just make this even less interesting. Right, we got one more pick to put up just for a friend of ours real quick. Dave, you're going to enjoy this one. E-Rock, you guys. Who is Darth Vader. That's Moz. A.K.A. Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, can you minimize that, dude, so we can see them all? I don't know. I just... I just love the picture. I need some fees for my family. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, shout out Moz, man. He sent me his shirt, too. I know. Brian put him on the phone the other night at the Machine Head, we're at Machine Head concert. And Brian's like, here. And it, 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 it. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was talking to that dude. It's Mario, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know him as Moz. I'm sorry. I'm not into that. Well, that's well, his gang name. So bottom line is no, <laughs> nobody got DQ'd, though, right? Not that I'm aware of. Everybody's clean. I thought it was an interesting picture, you know what I mean? He was showing I mean, the camera I'm guy. I thought crash. it because somebody filed a protest, from what I understand. Yep. So. Well, people are out there filing protests. There are those guys that will do it, man. Trip, it trip should have turned that over to us. We could have handled that in, in interrogation. <laughs> we would have got to the bottom of it. <laughs> I don't know what we would have concluded. That he was innocent. That he, the glove didn't fit. The glove didn't That fit. he was telling the camera guy how to get around that point there and should it be a point that he stops at. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the next thing coming up is the is the Bassmasters Classic. Are you coming to the Classic, Dave? No, nah, man. Every, it happens when states happens. And my Dude. son's in the state championship this year, man. Ah, sweet. Did did he qualify? Yeah, he qualified. Yep. Okay. 
What's his weight class? 85. 85 pounds. Yeah, novice 85. Novice is the weight class. It's like, you know, it's a kid's wow. 10 or 9 and 10 years old. How many kids are going to be in that competition? It's a, uh, uh, like, I don't know, oh my God, probably a thousand kids. I don't know. I mean, there's age groups from four all the way up to uh, right before high school. You know, sort of 13 year olds, 14 year olds. So I mean, probably a thousand kids overall over the course of a couple of days. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I I look forward to seeing the videos because I'll be down at the class. Yeah, no, I would love to. I mean, I'd love that if they change up the date. I mean, it's just he's never wrestled a match without me in his corner. You know. I'm not gonna... All right, guys at Bassmasters, we'd like to see if there's an opportunity for you guys to change your date for the upcoming Bassmaster Class. <laughs> uh, so, so, that yeah. da- so that Dave can attend with us. But uh, we'll be down there. Bass University will be down there. Um, you know, at the convention center. So you guys definitely want to come by and check us out down there. But uh. But I'm looking, you know, I'm looking forward to going to South Carolina. The guys, uh, you know, are going to be fishing a, a cold water tournament. You know, a lot of guys have some experience on this body of water. And coming out of Lake Martin, you know, man, it, it's it's like they've got a total warm-up for the Classic. You know, they're going to be fishing the exact same way. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite in your own mind? No, you know, I, I you know, it's, it's hard to say. You know, I mean, the guys... I don't think I think TO's pattern, you know, with that shallow aggressive uh scenario, uh I don't know if that's going to be a deal down there cuz we're going through this big warming trend right now and it's going to get blasted with cold. And I don't know that South Carolina saw all this rain. So uh you know, I I I'm kind of leaning towards the guys that did so well deep, you know. Uh you know, I think I think it's going to be possibly a cold water deep water tournament, but we don't know until we get closer to the event. Right. You know? It's a month away. So Adrian's hot. I'm pulling for him. You know, I'd like to, he's he using the Demiki rig did extremely well. Uh, look for him to do really well down there again. Mike, of course, dialed in on this body of water before on uh, you know the blueback patterns. You know, which are so interesting how those fish stay shallow. They're shallow early and then move move around a lot. So uh, how come Mike's not hot? You like taller guys? He's not hot. Mm-hmm. You, still, you said Adrian's hot. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I'm a child. Apologize yeah. for Brian's face. Yeah. Pat Renwick uh, chimed in and said uh, it, there's more gray area, or the uh, no info rule is grayer than B. Arthur's pubes. So <laughs> thought I would share that for the squeaky queen Pat Renwick, the straight cast out there on television. There's a pretty gray. Who's B. Arthur? Uh, some old person. <laughs> hey, we're going to play a commercial spot here, take a quick break. We're going to go back, and we're going to get Mike and Becky and okay. uh, Justin, Brandon. James Thank goodness. E. Getting jumped into the Italian <laughs> mob out there. All right. All the rest of them. The Molex boys. Team Molex. Yeah, let's see what they have to say on this, because they've got – they were in the event, so uh, it'll be interesting to see their perspective. I want to talk to them what it's like when you're sitting down and getting interviewed by them for a sponsorship. Like, you're coming into this thing of ours. <laughs> Be back in three minutes, nine seconds. 